Welcome to the third and fourth tier talk podcast with hosts Samuel Wright, Gabrielle Ramsey and Callum Toffs. Get your best League One and League Two talk right here. and welcome to the latest episode of the third and fourth tier talk podcast i'm host samuel Wright, joined by co-host cambridge united fan callum toffs and hartlepool united fan beth and dolphin well beth welcome to the show and firstly we're going to ask you about hartlepool's start to the season currently sixth in skybet league two what have you made of it so far oh it's been a great like great well particularly home start to the season like i just read it there um that we've got like the best home record in the country like of all the clubs um and like being a little League Two side, you expect to hear that from like a Premier League side, but like obviously just so good. But we need we do need to get like the away. Obviously, um, we drew against Oldham last weekend. That was like a bit annoying because that, that was a game that we should have won. But you know, it's just all what happens on the days, and it? but like home start to the season just unreal. Like it's just what we wanted really. Because obviously, just coming up, like we there was a betting place that had us as most likely to get relegated. And then within four games, they'd moved us to um, the dark horses of the league for this season. So obviously I think that says a lot about the start that we had within four games we've moved. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, news has just broke around about half an hour ago that your manager, <laughs> David Chalano has signed a new three-year deal at the club. Yes. Um, how happy are you about that? Oh, I think I speak for like every Hartlepool fan when I say like it's it's been a long time coming and I think there was a bit of like oh will he sign obviously if people have seen his record with us and have been like oh yeah like because he's been linked to a few clubs whether there was actually talks with them like for him we're not sure but there was like rumours so just to like get the little last push and is like for him to sign was just yeah really really good it's what we've all waited for so yeah yeah, very good news, of course, part of the pool that. Um, Callum, you weren't so confident going to Portsmouth last week, but you came away with a 2-1 win. So you must be absolutely delighted, Callum. What were your thoughts on the game? I think overall, I'm going to stop predicting we're going to win and say we're going to lose <laughs> every week and then we'll win. I think that's where I'm going to go from now on. But and I think overall, it's it was a good game. I think Portsmouth played well. It's the first time Portsmouth have lost at home all season so and conceded. So I can't really complain about that. I thought we controlled the game really well. Um, we had to, we took our chances when we need to, and we got a bit of luck here and there. So overall, I would definitely take three points away from Pratt and Park because we haven't won there in, since the dawn of the dinosaurs, it seems. So it's overall, I can't complain at the moment. We kind of, I think it showed good mentality coming back from a five-one loss, especially get at home. I think that showed really good mentality of our squad and where we've come. And how going kind how young our manager is. It's is his first managerial job and the expectation isn't that high, but he's he's got a really good level head, I feel, and he's taken us in the direction 
where we want to. He clearly cares about the club and he's really progressed us forward from where we were three years ago. So I think overall at the moment, I could be really happy as a Cambridge fan at the moment. Yeah, and obviously start to the season, Carl, I know Ashley missed a lot, but now 14th in the table, just one place below Sheffield Wednesday. So uh, kind of sums up the start it's been for you. Um, obviously with Cambridge as well, tomorrow you'll face Fleetwood. The first ever time you've met Fleetwood in a league game, believe it or not. So that's going to be interesting. Um, how are you feeling going to that one, especially with it being a home game? I think so. I'm trying not to get overconfident because I've done this before the Lincoln game and we saw how that ended. So I think, I, I, I think it's a tough one, but... I respect Link Fleetwood as a club and they've got obviously they're playing well and they're sitting quite comfortable at the moment. They've had a good few wins here and they drew to um, Sunderland last time out as well. So it's not a bad result, especially at home. So and arguably they could have won the game. So overall, it was a very good game from them. I do believe it's going to be a much more trickier game tomorrow than it, we kind of thinking it could be. So I'm optimistic as always. I think I have to be, but I'm still... We, I think we still need to be clear we're not going to be pushing for playoffs or promotion this year. Or we might do, I don't think we will, but I can't. We need to kind of, I think the fans are sometimes getting above themselves thinking, well, oh, you know, we're doing really well. We could push for playoffs. I don't think we're there. I don't think we're ready for it. But I think we just need to keep a level and take keep one game at a time and see what happens. I think that's the best thing to do. It's the most sensible, in my opinion, thing we can do. But only time will tell where we end up in May. Say, so, Beth, uh, I'm going to ask you about the uh, playoff final now, which to say was a roller coaster is a bit of an understatement. Believe it or not, that was only 96 days ago, which, uh, and it, you know, was, I'm not sure if it feels like yesterday to you or not, or a long time ago. But um, talk us through the emotions of that, Beth. Obviously, we know you were there and we know you experienced it all. So, uh, yeah, talk us through it. What, what did you think on the day? Oh, throwing neck. It's such a blur, you know. So I went, to, I went down to Bristol on the Saturday, obviously, the playoff promotion finals on the Sunday. Um and I went to Millennium Square where loads of the uh, pools part as well. So that was like on Saturday night. So that was just like an experience in itself, like singing with all like the other pills parts who were already there. Um and there, there was just like so much optimism for the Sunday. Like there was obviously nerves, but there was more optimism than nerves, which I wasn't expecting. I was expecting it to be like, oh my god, which way is it gonna go? What if it what if it doesn't happen? What if it does? Um and then on the day, um, it was just, so we all, all of the pills fans just found each other. We the coach with the players on drove past us, and like everyone was cheering and that, um, and then we were all singing. And then so that was just it. Even though we were like the other side of the country to us, it was like it felt like home in a way, without sounding cringy because of how together we all were. And then. Um, Obviously, we went well. There was there's a bit of um, talk about whether the talk eagles should have stood, but well, let, let's say they just didn't. Um, but and then obviously we went one nil up, um, and that was like oh, like it was only thirty nine minutes in, so obviously we knew there was a bit of go, um, but we were like just hold on because um, I think last season we had quite a good record for if we scored first, then we did end up winning, but obviously. It's a whole different kettle of fish, the playoff, playoff final. But and then obviously 95th minute, um, Torquay's goalkeeper. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I said a word through extra time because it was just so nervous. We'd all been stood up and then 
I just sat down for the full um, extra time. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. And I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I didn't get the tickets next to my dad because he had a season ticket and he got priority. And then obviously I queued overnight to get mine. Um, and I said to my friend who I was sat with, should we go around to see our dads? They were like, she was like, yeah, just in case it didn't go away and we just needed a hug. Um, and then the uh, penalty shootout, it's like, Sometimes, like sometimes when I think about it, it was it was over in a flash. But then others, I'm like, it was literally the longest nine minutes of my entire life. Um, so obviously, the first four penalties were like shocking from both teams. Like it, four penalties taken and non scored was a bit thingy. But um, and that's when obviously you do you go into it often. But then obviously when you see four penalties missed, you're like, <laughs> what's good? Like how long is this going to go on for? And then the obviously the start to pick up and then the save by our goalkeeper was just like I can't remember the celebration of all the players running towards each other because I was just crying my dad hugged me all like my friends who were there with hugged me it was so crazy it was like up and down like I, I well like stopped in the 95th but then was like half and 45 minutes later was like we were just all on top of the world like we were on the pitch singing we were taking photos with the players and the players were just like it was like the new us they were like it was like they were friends because they were just coming over to us and hugging us it was like crazy so crazy yeah certainly eventful but and tomorrow you take on extra city at um at home so uh, how are you feeling about that game the big game um i think Obviously, our home record at the minute, everyone's like optimistic. Even away games, obviously, I know we've not got, had the best start with them, but definitely home games, we're going into them like optimistic. And obviously, with tonight's news of Dave Chandler signing his um, new contract with us, we're all a bit like that's like the final push that we needed to like really be in, like, be in it for tomorrow. Um, I think obviously it's going to be like a really tough game. And we have played them before. We played them, I think, two seasons ago when we were obviously a National League team and um, I think it was a cup game or something like that. Um, and we won away from home. So, obviously, surely if we can do it in the National League when, when we're in the National League, away from home. You would like to think we can do it at home when we're both level. But, yeah, don't know, do you? <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Callum, uh, going back to League One now, um, some interesting teams up there in the top few, you'd say. MK Dons, Plymouth, uh, two of them especially. Um, you know, Wigan sitting at the top as well. Callum, what have you made of League One recently? I think looking at League One, there's some very interesting teams up near the top. Obviously, you kind of think Sunderland are going to be up there, and they are. You look at MK Dons, I've been really impressed with MK Dons so far and how well they've played and how many goals they've scored as well. I think it's proven they've scored a lot of goals and they're defending quite well as well. And it's been a it's been an it's been a weird season so far, I feel, because you look at teams around the top and you kind of think some teams need could be near the bottom, but then you look at the bottom, you see Ipswich and Charlton, and I mentioned this last week and how surprising it is to see them two down there and really not going anywhere. Like, okay, Ipswich finally got their first win last weekend and they could push on from that and who knows where momentum takes them. But they've got Sheffield Wednesday tomorrow and I can't, it's at home, but I can't really see Ipswich getting anywhere at the moment with this because as soon as 
they seem to go behind in the game. That's it. And we know how good, Sheff- in my opinion, Sheffield Wednesday got one of the best teams in the league. So they can easily go higher and carry and before you know it's which could be out of the game already. So it's going to be a really interesting game for them. But then you look at other teams around near the top. You see Sunderland versus Bolton. That's going to be a really good game, in my opinion. And then you've got MK Don versus Wickham as well. We're kind of a playoff battle in itself at the moment, and two teams going really well. So it's been some really interesting games so far, and really teams that you kind of predict to do well and haven't already. So, and teams that have done vice versa. So it's been a really interesting league so far. And you really, I think, as a fan of League One, you kind of going into every game optimistic you can get the win but also you've got to bear that in your mind that you can lose a game you're predicted to win so it's my there's no easy games in league one it's definitely definitely proven this more than ever in my opinion I mean looking at the bottom end of the table as well Callum uh, Doncaster and Shrewsbury are the two teams at the bottom right now um are you expecting them teams to be down there at the end of the season as well and obviously other than the ones you mentioned about Charlton and Ipswich you're not expecting to be down there are you also thinking the lots of crew and Gillingham could join them in that battle yeah, I think it's, momentum's a, a massive part, I think, for any lower league football. I'm sure you guys can agree, but League One and League Two, once you've got the momentum of going up or down, it can really take its time to get back into form. And for me, Doncaster, they need to start getting wins or points very soon if they're going to have any chance of going back up into the league and have a chance to stay up. Shrewsbury is the same. And I think with Gillingham, they're kind of seem to be on this downward spiral at the moment but could definitely change and I think I know we're doing quite well at the moment the likes of myself and Morgan but we've got to be careful and not get overconfident and I think that could be a real problem going into December or January where we're still sitting mid-table maybe playoffs who knows but we need to make sure that we're not getting overconfident and still remember we're new to the league and it's not going to be as easy as it thinks so and before you know, it, we're down near the bottom after a bad December run. So it's at the moment, the kind of how I'd see it is teams can change within a few three weeks. I mean, we can all results going our way, can move up to fourth tomorrow if results go away, but that's crazy to think. But I think just take each game as it comes and make sure to get the wins where we can, and then we can progress and move on. It goes for all the teams as well. So before you know it, you could be up near the top again when you were near the bottom three weeks ago. So I think there's no really time to worry at the moment, but just get the points where you can and then assess the situation again as the year goes on. But at the moment, it's such to- close to call. You, any team can win or lose the league at the moment. Yeah, definitely agree. It's certainly that stage of season though, where the table is starting to take shape. Um, Beth, I'll ask you about League Two now anyway. Uh, top end of the table. Newport currently Barrow 1-0, by the way. So they're up to fifth at the moment, which means Hartlepool have dropped to seventh. You'll be sad to know. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, what have you made of League Two at the start? It seems a very open league this year where no one's really taken it by storm. So do you think it's anyone's? It's there for the taking right now? Yeah, definitely. Um like I, I was looking at the table that, uh, earlier and it was like weird to see that obviously when, when we got promoted, Sutton won the league and obviously they're down, like down there in the table and obviously we're up. So, um, but Sutton were like a really good team when we played them last season. So I just think if they get do get like a little bit of momentum in this like stride, I think they could like go on a good run as well and like obviously go mid-table. Um, I don't think either of us will be playoffs um 
playoff contenders, but obviously every every like every team's first um goal when they've like come up, especially from the national league, is to just stay up. Um, so I think as long as we do that, um, we will be like we'll be fine. But and then maybe next season do playoffs and promotion. And but like you, I I didn't when I looked at the league before the season started, I didn't look at like Forest Green to be top of the table. I was looking more at like Newport or Exeter and, and teams like that. So just because they just seem like bigger names than Forest Green, but obviously, mm-hmm. obviously not. But um, yeah, I, I do think it's because a couple of wins and like Callum said, you're straight up there, but and Carlisle as well, they're a lot lower than I thought they would be, but obviously it's Carlisle. They're like a strong a strong team, very, very passionate supporters. Um, so I just, I think, and I do think supporters have a lot to do with it as well. Like, obviously when you hear, like, how much you are supported, I think that just will just give the players, like, a portion. If they're getting the away support as well, I don't see why no team could go on a run that could get them up there. Yeah, but what about the bottom end of the table, though, Beth? Um, obviously, that's Bristol Rovers, surprisingly down there, but yeah. Scunthorpe and Oldham kind of struggling. Uh, what are you making of the relegation battle? Um, I, well, just like what I just said there, like Oldham, Scunthorpe, Bristol Rovers, they're like big teams that you don't expect to see down there. Um, but, like, what, end of September? There is obviously a long way to go until the end of the season. I'd, I don't think any of them will be um, bottom two come April, May. Um, yeah, just mm, there's not really been like enough time to get like a proper run going. And I think as soon as maybe November, December, we might have more of a form of table, and we like we'll probably be able to gauge what time, what kind of teams will be down there come like. Uh, end of season so yeah I think I think Alderman um, Scunthorpe um, will be like fine I, th- I just think they just haven't hit their run yet and obviously every team goes on a run at some point in the season um, so I just think their time will come and then they'll be and if the table stays like it is obviously you just said there that we've dropped dropped a couple of places because a team are 1-0 up I just think it's very very easy to like fly out the league or fly back down so yeah, I think it, I think we'll have more of a idea in a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. The table, of course, will start to take shape soon. You'd imagine, um, yeah. Callum. Um, we're going to do a prediction time now on a few games in League One. So, looking at the games, one of the picks of the bunch is certainly Ipswich Town v Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, what are you predicting there? Um, I think. Uh, see, any prediction I've always done on this chat on this, I always get it wrong, and it always the other team's going to win. And it's always happened. I don't think I've ever got a result right or partially right. So I'm going to say three one Ipswich. No, I'm going to say I'm going to stick to. Um, I'm going to say Sheffield Wednesday two Ipswich nil. I know Ipswich are at home. I I think Sheffield the better team and shown it so far. And Ipswich have only just got the first win, but it could go the other way because Ipswich have got that first win, so they've now got the belief of going get three or four more wins, but. I still think Sheffield are the better team on the day and I think they will show their class and I just hope Sheffield win, really. Yeah, what about Sunderland versus Bolton, a clash of two big teams there? That's going to be a set-up crowd. I know that. I think that's going to be a really good support and 
I think both teams are doing really well so far in the season. But I think it's, like I said, it's Sunderland's time. I think they're now going to go up this year for either playoffs or promotion. But I think it's going to be, I'm going to say 1-0 Sunderland. I don't think it's going to be as open, excuse me, as, as people think or believe. So I think it's going to be a quite a cagey fair, but with a lot of chances. I think it's going to be back and forward, but still an entertaining 1-0 win. So I think Sunderland won, Bolton nil's a fair result there. And MK Dons versus Wickham, a very interesting game between two informed teams. I think tall. I think it's been a really exciting game. Um, both teams that are scoring well and on good form, like you said, as well. So I think tool, I think it's a fair result there. And I know they would want to win it, but I can't see a clear winner out of this. So I'm going to kind of go down the middle here and say tool. Yeah, that's fair. I think it will be a very entertaining game. That's a good prediction. Uh, Beth, we're going to go some League Two games for yourself now. Um, Crawley Town v Bradford City. Um, see, that's a tough one because we played Crawley first game of the season and they were like they weren't very impressive. Um, I'm going to say I'm actually going to say a draw. Um, I don't think there'll be many goals. I'm going to say 1-1. Yeah, I think that's about right, really. Um, <laughs> how, how about um, Sutton United versus Carlisle? Ooh, um, oh, that's a tough one, that. Um, I see Carlisle is such a big, like, such a strong team. Um, I think Carlisle might have the edge. I'm going to say 2-1 Carlisle. Yep, that's fair. And probably the game of the weekend, Forest Green versus Tranmere Rovers. Mm, that's a tough one as well. I, I think one of them, will, obviously looking at the two teams, you kind of expect it to be a draw, but I actually think one of the teams is going to have the edge over the other. Um, <clears throat> oh, 2-0, uh, Forest Green. Fair enough. Back in Forest Green to keep up momentum at the top there, yeah. which is uh, they, yeah, looking like they could have a very good season there. Um, yeah. Callum, we're going to move on to uh, players now in League One. Um, so far, in the obviously only about eight, nine games in, but who's been your player of the season in League One, would you say? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. See, I, I would say, as a biased Cambridge fan, Joe Ironside, as he's scored five goals for a needy promoted same, but I'm also looking at Cole Stockton from Morecambe, six goals and a newly promoted team in League One. I think they need him this year and he's definitely delivering so far. So I think so far, I'm going to say Cole Stockton, but then you look at teams for assist-wise, okay, Wes Houlihan could be up there and he's definitely made a difference to us and I'm not biased at all, but I think you look at Max Power for Wigan as well. I think four <laughs> assists this season already and he's doing really well so I'm going to I'm going to stick and it's nice to see a new promoted team doing well as well as Morecambe's us so I'm going to say Cole Stockton's my player of the year so far Fair enough and uh, Beth what about from League 2 for yourself? Um, I think I'm going to have to be a little bit biased as well and say uh, well what actually this uh, I think it was today um, our midfield Gavin Holohan he was voted um, goal of the month. Um, so 
he's well he's out injured at the moment but he had like a really good start of the season um I don't think it's like a long injury I think he's I think he's missed three matches now he's he's out for tomorrow as well so that might be his fourth but um I think he's had a really strong start and he was a strong um figure in obviously the promotion push last season so yeah I'm, I'm, I am actually going to say him <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And I want to ask as well, of course, I'm assuming you have been going back to games as a Hartlepool fan. So uh, yeah. what's it been like going back there? And how much has the atmosphere changed around the club in general in the last few years, would you say? Um, like massively. So we didn't have the best pick of the bunch um, of chairman, like chairman previously. Um, and then obviously we almost went into administration um, a couple of years ago. Um, but then since, and then obviously the mix with um, relegation as well, it just it just wasn't really a very good time. Um, but since Dave Chandler came in, um, it's just like changed. So because we had caretaker managers, we had a manager who lasted two games, I think, and it just really wasn't the best. But obviously, Dave Chandler obviously signed a new three-year deal today. Um, and he's just like I said it when you asked before. Um, it's the, the it's like that they're all friends now. Um, and Dave Chandler, like I've, I did a bit of work over the summer in the ground, and like he's always like he's always there. And the backroom staff, like is the assistant manager and the physio, they just always talk to you. And there is just like a sense of like community, like really good strong community there. And watching Dave Chandler's interview after he signed today, he said how big our club is is for our town and you didn't realise like how much it meant to the supporters. Um and that it just it stretches beyond the actual ground and it's literally like fully around the town. Um and then obviously we've got all our fans are like amazing, but we've obviously got the Northwest Corner and it's we've got so they they're in charge of like the drum and they carry like the atmosphere and the set of all the chance and that on a match day. Um, and it is just like, we're just cheering like after everything, like, and it's just so like, we genuinely go in to the ground on a match day and think like we could, we could win it. And um, we sold out our away allocation a couple of matches ago. Um, so it is just so positive at the moment. It's a lot different to what it has been in the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I also asked as well about away days. Um, do you have a particular favourite away day that you've been to? Um, see, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to say Bristol, Bristol away, Anna, when we got promoters. Um, but oh, I, I don't, I'm not sure really. Um, I work a lot, so I don't get a go to many, but. Um, they're very they're all like very much of a muchness because of the supporters that we take like you see the same faces so you know that they're going to be chanting and that so it's it's all like very much alike and yeah I I think I do think we can go anywhere and like make make ourselves known Um, and I've seen like a few tweets in the past saying like our supporters are the best supporters that like the team's supporters have seen um, at their ground for like quite a few seasons. So that's like, obviously says a lot about our uh, our club um, and our supporters. So yeah, I just sit, 
I couldn't really pick a favourite one, I don't think, just because of how good they are. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And Callum, we're going to go back into uh, prediction time and we're going to have Cambridge's prediction for your game against Fleetwood. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> see, I want to be confident, but last time i done that, I don't want to talk about that game ever again. <laughs> um, uh, 1-0. I think Cambridge 1-0 win. I'm going to regret that next week. I know that, but and I'm going to say 1-0 win. I think we've got the oh, we had the momentum last week. It's just not going well. No, I'm going to say one nil. I think one nil win. Um, I don't know who's uh, who's going to score. <laughs> um, let's go. Where's Hulahan free kick? This is a very bold prediction by me, but where's Hulahan free kick? One nil win. Well, that that comes off Callum. All the details and fair play. That'll be some prediction. <laughs> Um, Beth, what about yourself? Score prediction for the game against Exeter, please. Oh, um, I think oh, I think taking in the factors of our home run at the minute and Challenger's new signing today, I think I think we'll get the win. Um, oh, what result that will be, I'm not sure. Um, we we do we do tend to concede. We do like to do that. So I'm going to say. Who won? Fair enough. And uh, Callum, I'm also going to ask as well about, obviously, I, I mentioned about the uh, recently, but I haven't actually asked you this yet about um, who you think is going to win League One this season, Callum. But I'm going to ask you to uh, put it out there now. If you have to put it one team right now who's going to win the league, who's it going to be? Um, not Cambridge. <laughs> well, we could, but you never know. Um, uh, I think as it stands... Sunderland are in a good with a good shell. MK Dons at it's at the moment. I think they're doing really well and they could carry on going up there. But I'm going to kind of throw my wild card out there like I do every week. I'm going to say Sheffield Wednesday. I think they're a team that they started well. They're kind of going for a bit bit bad form at the moment, but they can definitely hit the ground running again and carry on going. So I'm going to say Sheffield Wednesday, and if I'm right. I need to do the lottery or something. But I'm going to say Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, fair enough. What about yourself, Beth, for League Two? If you're to predict right now who's going to win League Two, who are you saying? Um, I don't think it'll be current leaders, Forest Green. I just think they'll have start, or if it is, they'll drop off and then they'll go back up. Um, um. Oh, I don't know, because it's quite, it's quite tight at the minute. Um, I think Northampton are potentially in with it. I think they're in the playoffs at the moment. Um, I think they're in with a good show. I think they've won the majority of their games. Um, and they're obviously recently down as well, so maybe they have the like, urge in them to get, like, get straight back up. So, yeah, I'm going to say Northampton. I'm disappointed you didn't say Bradford City, Beth, I won't lie. But, uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and uh, finally, Beth, an exact prediction on where you think Hartlepool are going to finish this season, please. Exact prediction? Oh. Um, um, I'm going to say around tw- um, 12th, 10th, around... 
Like, you're gonna go in the middle with 11? Yeah, um, well, yeah, potentially. I don't want to be like too optimistic, but I don't want to want to be pessimistic either and say, oh, I think we'll be battling to steal. But I don't think we will. I think I think we'll be I think we'll be fine this season. Um, yeah, we'll go 11th. We'll go in the middle. Well, that's all we've got time for anyway, guys. Well, thank you both very much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the show and I will see you all soon. Thank you.